0: Children under 14 caught doing ram raids will be given intensive support to steer them away from crime and towards study and work. The move is part of a $53 million government package extending education and employment programs to thousands of at-risk young people. The National Party leader, Christopher Luxon, is criticising the scheme as window dressing.
1: We see a lot, a lot of family conferences, we think there should be a lot less of that. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity around home detention, there's a lot of opportunities around community service. And frankly, for the most serious repeat offenders, of which at least 25% of RAM raids are done by repeat offenders, we've got youth you know, residential facilities as well. And so we should be using and making sure we've got appropriate consequences in place.
0: I spoke to the Police Minister Chris Hipkins earlier and asked him what had driven the recent uptick in youth crime.
1: The reason for the spike in youth offending, particularly around Auckland, um, are many and varied, but there's no doubt that COVID-19 has played a role here because uh, some young people have become quite disengaged. You know, They they stopped attending school, uh, they've stopped being in employment if they were in employment in the first place. they basically just disengaged from anything that's constructive and useful uh, and therefore they're more like, to find themselves on a pathway to getting into more serious trouble. And we see that in things like, you know, ram raids uh, and other forms of youth offending. So it's, it is particularly a challenge in the upper half of the North Island, um, you know, around Auckland, Northland, Waikato. We, we are seeing escalation uh, in youth offending, and that's something that we want to turn that around. So we're looking at what's working to actually stop young people falling into a pathway that's leading them to youth offending. So getting them in education, training, or employment, dealing with some of those underlying issues around the perhaps, you know, instability in their in their family lives, those are things that are gonna make a difference. We're gonna have fewer youth offenders if we get that right.
0: Is this a response from pressure from the opposition?
1: It's a it's a reflection of the fact that we have seen a bit of a spike in youth offending, overall across the country in recent years. We've seen youth offending trending downwards, but we have seen just in the you know in the last year or so, uh, quite a spike in the upper half of the North Island, and that is something that we do need to respond to. One of the you know challenges around issues of law and order and crime, is that things don't stay the same. Uh, you know, patterns of offending change, and we are seeing an increase in that pattern of offending uh, of young offenders, particularly around things like ram rates.
0: Have the police and have this government not been hard enough on on youth offenders, though, to see this
1: uh, the, the, the issue is it's, it's not really a question of whether you're hard enough enough or not the real challenge is what are we doing to prevent it in the first place because some of the tough on crime rhetoric actually feeds into the problem some of these young people sadly are looking for notoriety they're wanting to be noticed and they see you know punishment so being sent off to juvie for example uh, almost as a badge of honor so there's you know increasing the punishment isn't necessarily actually going to stop the offending or deter the offending in the first place. So what we really want to focus, we've got to, we understand, you know, you've got to do both. You've got to make sure that you're following up those incidents and making sure that the young people who are engaged in them are, are facing the consequences of their actions. But actually, the most useful thing we can do is make sure that we're you know, preventing young people getting into trouble in the first place.
0: Mm. From from woe to go, minister. In terms of uh, a, a young person who might be identified as uh, and if he might have committed a crime, maybe a bit troubled or lost on their journey. So from then, how do do these particular this particular um, packet Does this particular package invest in that young person and getting them not only them but their family engaged in order for them. To better their life and get them on the journey of getting into mahi, getting into getting back to school, getting into study.
1: I think the first thing we've got to recognise is there's no magical answer here. There's no one right solution that's going to work for everybody. It's going to be a whole variety of different things. So, for some young people, it's a nudge back into education. So it might be you know youth the the extension of youth guarantee to a wider range of people, which means that you know those kids who dropped out of school who don't have formal qualifications have an easier way to get re-engaged in learning and actually gain qualifications. At the, at the other end of the scale, it's going to require something that's more intensive. So that might mean, you know, more support for the whole family, more intensive counselling, those sort of family group therapy type sessions where you're actually, you know, getting to the bottom of all of those underlying problems and that'll be more intensive, so more comprehensive.
0: How can you ensure that, you know, rangatahi with high support needs, you know, that the, the resources and these sorts of programmes are being distributed equally across the country? Obviously Auckland, Counties Manukau, Waikato, uh, an area that needs to focus. But what about kind of East of Bay, Eastern Bay, um, Kawiro, you know, we've seen a lot of ram raids in the last few months there as well. So how can we ensure that distribution is um, equitable?
1: Yeah, we know that the solutions rest with within the local communities. They often understand the the, the, the causes of the offending. They they have relationships with some of the young people already. So making sure we're properly supporting those local community organisations is a really big part of the answer here. It's not the only part of the answer, but it is a really big part of the answer. So making sure that we're spreading the, that resource to where it's most needed. And at the moment, there's no question the upper half of the North Island um, is where we're seeing the most acute challenges that's not to say we haven't got more work to do to support uh you know to support every other young person in the country to re-engage in education or employment or training and we're absolutely going to be doing that as well but i think we do need to acknowledge that the upper half of the north island is experiencing more problems the challenge is bigger and so it needs a bit more intensive support
0: how many young people will this impact
1: There'll be thousands. It will be, you know, uh, depending, you know, if you think about youth Guarantee who We're talking about thousands in in and that, in that end of the of the of the spectrum. If you're talking about the more intensive support, then we're talking about you know smaller numbers. It might be you know a couple of dozen from one program, or maybe a couple of hundred in another program. And it really is about identifying what are those programs that are working, and how do we make sure we're really intensively targeting that that group of kids that's getting into the most trouble. Mm.
0: What will be a clear indication that this would this will be successful? Do you have measures around um, how much you want to decrease the amount of youth crime in these partic- in these um I guess um, these areas?
1: Look, I think our primary objective as a country has to be to make sure that every young person in New Zealand is constructively engaged, is fully participating in society and is able to actually achieve their potential rather than find themselves getting into trouble. So that's got to be the overwhelming goal. Are kids showing up at school? Are they in education? Are they in training? Are they employment? If If we can get that right... Uh, then actually, the issues around youth offending will start to take care of themselves. Uh, that's not to say, of course, that we don't still have work to do with uh, with kids who are in more serious trouble. Uh, we absolutely will continue to to make sure that you know that there's follow up there. Uh, the police are doing their investigations, and that there are consequences for those young people.
0: What is your message, though, to a ram, a victim of a ram raid, who is out of pocket, livelihood affected, looking at this program, saying these kids are going to be getting off lightly?
1: This is not about kids getting off lightly. This is about deterring and preventing the offending in the first place. Uh, we want to have fewer victims. I absolutely understand for some of those. Uh, victims. It's an incredibly traumatising experience. It shouldn't happen in the first place. And that's what we're really focused on. We don't want uh, them to be feeling that way. We don't want them to be worrying about whether they're safe in their businesses. We want them to feel confident that actually as a country, as a society, we're getting young people engaged in something far more constructive so that they're not going to become victims.